0: Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook, or email us at info at businesschef.org. Why hello there, party people. Chef Sean Boucher here, here to talk and chat and yak about the business of making food. Because that's what we do, right? We make food and we make money and we're always looking for ways to do that a little bit better, a little more effectively or with a little more pizzazz or to make a little bit more money. So, today is... Another one of our wonderful question and answer shows. Now, these shows, again, I hope are helpful. The feedback I've gotten so far is that they are helpful, which is good. The the questions that we got this time were actually pretty interesting. Um, Got about half a dozen of them, so not a ton, but it's funny because three of the six were all the same, (laughs) which made it really easy to whittle down um, the questions that we were going to answer. And one of them was a little bit personal. I'll answer it anyway. And the first one that we're going to talk about uh, is, is useful. So, with that said, we are going to talk about the useful one first because I aim to give you useful information on this and through giving you useful information, I hope to give you tools and insights and opportunities to improve your own operations. So with that said, the first question is, and this person wanted to stay anonymous, it amazes me how many people want to ask questions but they don't want it. They don't want people to know that they're asking questions. Um, That's, you know, to me, I think we all have a lot to learn. Regardless of what point of our career we're in or what stage of our career or what opportunities we have or things we know or don't know, I I just think that we're all eternal students. We're all people that are going to always have to learn and grow and, and develop and learn from one another. And so... Don't be embarrassed to ask questions. Don't be embarrassed to have people know you're asking questions because some of the the biggest and the brightest and the best ask questions and constantly ask questions. Anyway, so the question is, I have been asked to do a smallwares order. Now, smallwares... And I'll go off on a little bit of a tangent here or or a little bit of a clarification for anyone who doesn't know. Small wares is things like our ladles and spoons and cutting boards and knives and things that um, are not necessarily equipment, but also items such as like toasters or, you know, things that microwaves, things that could be lumped into smallwares, things that we can basically plug and play or we can take out of the box and use. Those would be considered our smallwares. wares. Um, so I've been asked to, to do a small wares order. How do I do that? How do I know how many pans I'm going to need? And how do I know how many ladles, spoons, cups, scoops, etc.? Thanks so much. So this is an interesting one because basically... You, there's a lot of things that go into this, into making a small resorter. There's a lot of factors that you have to look at. Number one, you have to consider how many people you're serving, not only on a daily basis, but kind of on a meal basis. Because uh, a lot of times, you may not want to, you know, if you're going to feed 1,000 people a day, that doesn't mean you need a 1,000 plates, what it means is that you're going to have to have enough plates to serve those 1,000 people. But if they're not all eating at the same time, then you have some opportunities to, um, to wash things in between so that you don't have to have as much inventory and storage space and things of that nature. So it really depends um, on a lot of different things. It depends on what segment of the industry you're in. If you're in a hotel... Um, being in a hotel might be a little bit different because you might be doing a banquet for a thousand people, but then you also might serve a thousand people out in the uh, in your restaurant if you have one, or you might have a buffet and a um, a single coffee shop type place in addition to a buffet i mean there's a lot of different scenarios here so you really have to look at you you need to have enough to serve your population your people your your clients your patrons you have to have enough to serve them but you also um you have to have enough room to store everything too so i would say generically speaking from a tip for a typical restaurant um, if you've got 100 seats, I always, almost always, suggest ordering two and a half times what whatever your capacity is. So if you have seating capacity for 300 people, and they're each only going to be getting one, potentially one salad plate, one main entree plate, one B&B, then I would essentially order 250 of each of those Um, that that's kind of a good place to start because even if you're full at at you know for lunch um, and you end up turning your tables a couple of times then you still have enough plates now that's taking into consideration or thinking that you're going to have a dishwasher on site and that you're going to be washing dishes in between shifts so anyway just kind of a rough estimate two and a half times is kind of where I like to stand or where I like to start Um, but again there's so many other factors that come into play what type of menu do you have and what's everything getting served on are there multiple courses you know there's just a lot of things that go into that but generically speaking two and a half times um, whatever you're serving is kind of a, uh, a general idea now When it comes to pans, and spoons, and scoops, and ladles, and everything else that you're going to need, a lot of that, again, comes down to your menu. Um, What I like to do when I do a small-wares order for anyone, the first thing I do is I come up with a menu, because the menu drives everything. The menu drives um, offerings, and recipes, and everything there, and then it also... Um, drives what, how, you know, I have to think through how am I going to serve stuff? Am I going to hold it? Um, am I going to, to make it on demand? Like you have to think through all those things when it comes to smallers. But one of the things I like to do is I like to figure out what equipment I'm going to need. If I need a, a cold salad bar sandwich makeup area prep table, um, I like to figure out which one I'm going to spec or which one I'm going to use. And once i figure that out, I know what my capacity is. So if I'm using, let's just say, for an example, um, like a little deli type sandwich salad container that's, you know, 32 to 36 inches in, in uh, width. I know that I'm going to have somewhere in the neighborhood of 12 to 16 six pans. Um, that are going to be able to fit in there. Now, if I I have to think through, what am I going to put? What am I going to put in there? Um, am I going to? Am I going to have? You know, if it, if it's going to be next to a griddle, and I'm using that as a prep area for, um, for making quesadillas and. Burritos, and you know, if it's like a Mexican type concept, what do, I, what do I need in there? Well, probably need room for tortillas. Probably need room for cheese and salsa, and you know, uh, chicken, steak, pork, anything that would go in there that I would put into into those things. I would need to have close by. Um, anyway, so with that said. Um, you would need to think through how much prep you're going to need. So, for mm-hmm. example, again with something like the quesadilla um, or, or burritos that you're doing there, if you're going to if you're going to have a pan for shredded cheese, you're going to want to make sure that you're changing those pans out um, so that you're rotating your food properly and things. If you're going to have like a you know say a third pan of shredded cheese in there. Well, how many pans are you going to go through? Are you going to go through two or three or four in a, in a time period? And you want to make sure that you have enough of, of those pans to be able to go through um, or, or to be able to have enough backup in the walk-in or down underneath or, or anything of that nature. So you have to think through those things. So once I make up my diagram... And I think through prep-wise how much I'm going to want to prep or have prepped. Then I know how many pans I'm going to need. So if I have, um, you know, if I'm in a, in, a, in an area there where, say, I've got, uh, what do we say, 8 to eight to 12, 6 pans or or 6 to whatever it was. I'm going to figure out, you know, is it all six pans or are there some third pans? Am I going to use quarter pans? Like, you think through that. You think through, am I going to need bars um, to uh, to hang, you know, to be able to use these different configurations of pans? Like, how how am I going to do it? And you think through all that and you kind of draw this out. You think through how much you're going to prep. And then you can go through and do the exercise of, okay, how much am I actually going to need or how much am I going to need to order? So generally speaking, again, you're probably two and a half to three times um, what you actually have set in there. So if you have two third pans and four quarter pans and six six pans, something like that, then you know, you're know you going to need... Um, two and a half times what that is so six pans you'd have if you have six of them then you're gonna need more like not 12 but 15 of them to do two and a half times but again that depends on how much you're gonna be you're gonna be prepping so if you do a lot of this work ahead of time um, then you can really really order properly and not be too short or, uh, or order too heavy uh, on any of those. So, uh, anyway, hopefully that answers your questions. I think what I'll do is I will, I'll include, um, I'll include the worksheet that I use the, uh, the, the basically a template. I'll, I'll take a template and I will, um, and I'll post that online and you guys can can use that with, along with some, uh, some instructions and hopefully that will, that will help you in what you're doing. Okay. Second question. And this is the one that was kind of personal. Um, it, I won't go through the whole thing. It kind of tells a little bit of story, blah, blah, blah. We talked, uh, met a few weeks ago and I noticed that you don't wear a wedding ring. Are you married? Because I see every once in a while you'll post pictures of your kids, <laughs> So, yes, I am married. Um, I've got a wonderful wife. Her name is Megan, and she supports me in anything and everything I do, regardless how crazy or ridiculous it might be. Um, She's very supportive and could not do anything that I do without her. So, um, yes, I'm married, and that's kind of the end of that. And, yes, I do have kids. I have three kids, and they're awesome. And they're the reason that we do what we do. Anywho, moving on to question number three. So, question number three. This is the one that three out of six people answered or asked, and they all they all asked in different ways. It wasn't it wasn't how I'm going to pose it uh, per se. It wasn't the exact verbiage, but everyone asked the same question essentially, and that question was. How do you make money from the podcast? Why, Basically, why do you do this and, and how are you making money from this? That's a great question. It leads me to a couple of things. Number one, why do we do what we do? And number two, to answer it bluntly, I'm not making any money off this. Um, at least not right now. I... It's not that I won't or that I'm not open to it. It's just more that I just don't... I don't really know how I would make money from it. I mean, I know that there's ways to, and I know that I could do it, but I'm just... I'm not doing it for that. Now, here's the other part of that that I want to talk about is that I I think too many times we get caught up in... In making money, um, we get lost in making money because making money becomes the end-all, be-all, um, the reason we do everything and anything, which, <sighs> unfortunately, I think, it we, we think that we need to step into something or we need to start out doing something to make money, and... And then that becomes the driving force, and the more money we can make, then the better it is. But in reality, a lot of times, if you do something as a passion project, or you do something because you're you're interested in it or you're you're passionate about it. A lot of times, money will follow that. Um, you know, it's it's interesting to say that on a podcast that is is make food, make money. But, you know, I, I honestly believe that I think, and that's part of the reason that I'm not making money from this right now. And I'm not, you know, I have had, I have had people talk to me um, about sponsorships. And I have had people that are interested in, in giving me money. I just don't know because there's. It's not always for free. It's not. It's not something for nothing, um, and it's not something that I again am totally interested in. I'm not. I'm not doing this for money. I'm. Do- I honestly am doing this because I enjoy it, and because I do feel like I can make a difference in in people's lives and I can help people. Um, I I really do want to help people and I really do want to, to help the industry and, um, you know, and things of that nature. And I see this as a way of doing that. So, um, anyway, I hope that answers that question. Uh, at this point I would say, I don't know, I'm not closed off to the idea of making money. Um, and it does, it does take money to run this. I mean, I I have to pay to host the website and, and, um, you know, buy equipment and it does take time. It takes not tons of time, but it does take a considerable amount of time to be able to put these things together and interview guests and, and line up guests and things of that nature. So, um, so we'll figure it out, you know, down the road, we may look at sponsorships and we may look at different opportunities to make money. But at this point, it's a passion project. It's something that I, like doing. And, uh, if I can help people then I want to do that. So anyway, I hope that answers your questions. Um, I hope that that gives you some insights into, um, some different things. Like I said, I will post a, a blog post connected to this, um, that will give you the options of, uh, of being able to to download some things that are are particularly helpful hopefully for you and and we'll go from there so thanks again for listening you guys are awesome thanks for all the support and feedback Uh, and if there's anything that we can do to help you then let us know